This episode is brought to you by drugs. Drugs. They're like candy for your body. Welcome to the show, people. Joining me today is Gerard, long-time guest, one-time guest, now twice-time guest. Gerard, Thank you. Welcome. Thank you, Dean. I'm glad you're having me today. We are in a magical garden in the smack dab of East Village, New York City. Yeah, we stumbled upon this totally by accident. <laughs> yep. You know what? I wouldn't have had it any other way. It is magical. Absolutely. We just had, um, we just had like... What, what would you even call that? Junk food? It was like high-end fast food. High end fast I would food. maybe put it that way. He, he, Gerard had a burger. I had bone marrow. So there's something for everyone. <laughs> bone marrow. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just, it's like, hey, I had hey, high-end fast food. Bone marrow, man. Instead of the giant fleshy parts that you have, why not just have what's inside the bone, which doesn't look like food? I mean, you, you're the one who had it. Tell me how it was, man. It, it was like the chewy parts of the steak, the fatty parts of the steak, but without the chewy part. Huh. That's the best way I could describe it. Best way I could describe that'll, it. That'll have to do. That sounds tasty, though. It was tasty. Like, I can <laughs> understand. Wait. It's, I, is it even like an upscale food, now that I think about it? You know, I don't know. I, I heard mostly about that place through the burgers. The, everyone was like, gotta try the burgers. They're so you, good. You drew me in from the uh, You drew me in from the, the beer. Yeah, yeah, the beer menu. The, like, a hundred beers on tap? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Well, it was... No. <laughs> I, well, when I found out you could just have alcohol there, I'm like, you know what? We need to go. <laughs> you originally drew me in from, uh, oh, there's a lot of food areas here. Okay? Tell me where your gut leads. Well, there's a fried chicken place. Just had KFC. And you know what? I don't know if you've been near a TV lately and you saw a KFC commercial. There is no better way of feeling like a racist with those. Yeah. Because not, not only did they bring back the colonel, but there is something unsettling about the fact that they brought back the colonel. There's something unsettling about the fact that one of my roommates from the FDA, which we'll get into later, Snapchatted a picture of me as Colonel Sanders saying, Hey, want this chicken? Not saying the next word, but you know about that. And, you know, I was like, Hey, hey man, I'm just going to draw you with a great wall of china and a panda next to you because you're gonna be racist i'm gonna be racist too fighting fire with fire damn damn right never solves anything but it's fun as hell i think the the most unsettling thing about the colonel isn't the fact that like he's inherently a racist kind of guy i guess yeah like i think the colonel was based off of like a plantation owner I, you know, he like might have been. The thing is, like, with the fried foods and stuff, it was common in the South because it's so hot, you can't really preserve anything, so they fried it. And that increases the longevity of the food, which is cool, but, like, you're thinking, hey, it somehow became racist. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, like, socioeconomic factors, but it's still, like, yeah. it's still, yeah, it's kind of become synonymous with that. But what, what disturbs me isn't even that. It's the fact that I grew up knowing that Colonel Sanders was dead. That's true. And then they just kind of threw him into a commercial. Yep. Hey, it's me. It's Colonel Sanders. <laughs> 
It is juicy. It's delicious. I got, I got a secret spice menu. Uh, 11 herbs and spices. And he starts singing a song about a $5 fill-up box. And I swear to God, it, like, it was catchy, but it made me feel guilty once I ordered it and started eating it. But it uh, here I am, just like, uh, can I get the $5 fill-up box? Which one would you like? And I'm like, person, I was The one for like, $5, you asshole. Chicken tenders, taters, and great. Like, I didn't want to do that, but I'm like, the, the three tender one, because I'm a normal human, and I can understand what it's, it's like to not sing. It is okay to burst out in a commercial jingle every now and again. Commercial jingles, though. Like, Damn. You know, you know corporate America's got you by the balls when you start singing those. Yeah, yeah. Down with the power. It's bastards. But also tasty, tasty chicken. <laughs> but yeah, you we eventually set, decided on this burger place, and like, I, you know what? I loved it. Really did. I was Never had marrow before, and yet I don't know if I would have it again, but I'm glad I had it. Like, I've, you know, the only thing is I heard about it as a burger place, but they have so many other things. They only had about three different burgers, so Very it's true. like, hey, I'm going to try well, the burger. At least. Oh, it was delicious. I tore through it, man. You did. Tore you through did. it. It was so good. But I think the crowning moment was, like, we got to have, like, a liter of beer each. And yeah. You yours in, like, a decanter glass. I was going to say, the guy apparently thought, like, the type of beer, oh, this is too fancy to be served in a flagon. And I was like, I'm not above that. And I'll pour it myself, thank you very much. He's pouring it for me as I was drinking it. I was like, listen, man, it's in front of me. I can do it. Don't worry about it. Just, just don't worry about it. I understand the basic mechanics of pouring things into a glass. Trust me. It doesn't matter right. how fancy Like, it if looks. any... I'm more of an expert than you, bro. Like, I'm in college right now. Trust me, I'm fresher on the matter. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I, I, at least I'm not loopy. You know, I, I don't know how many people can get loopy after drinking a liter of beer. But you know what? I still feel good. Yeah. I feel good. Maybe... I, I feel good enough to drive. I was gonna say, is the, is the sponsor is the sponsor for this episode alcohol? Because it might be. <laughs> it just well, might be. Is you know what? Let's let's get into the meat of this thing. The meat. Uh, because you just came back from working for the FDA, and now yeah. I think you are in an official position. <laughs> is alcohol a drug? Is alcohol a drug? That is a great question. It is regulated by. Actually, no, it's not regulated by the there FDA because the thing is, after the prohibition movement. Forget we the exact. Kind of, we just ignore it after that. We yeah, like the thing is, like I forget the exact you know part of the Constitution that says it, but there's no regulation on these alcoholic beverages. Did we just say you know what? If you guys are desperate enough to make gin in your bathtubs, well, we're not going to touch it anymore. You no, it's more. it's like hey, you know, just leave it alone. But the thing is too, it's like, did you hear about that powdered alcohol thing? I did not. Were they were the FDA like approved it? You know, quotation marks. I can't really like mime my fingers on a microphone, but well, quotation dude, marks says it all. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we approve, and they're like, how did you guys approve this? You realize you the first question out of somebody's mouth in that thing was, hey, can you snort it? <laughs> this is the first question, and we're just like, I guess. God, what kind of can of worms do we open here? You know, when the first question is, "Can you snort it?" You know, you you know you're doing the wrong thing. You know, you have opened the floodgates to something you cannot yeah, control. Yeah, come on, man. Possibly like, not. Jeez. Is it? Wait, what? What kind of person would ask that with powdered alcohol? It's not cocaine. No, it's not. But you know, like, hey, it's legal, right? I I guess. But there are other ways Jeez. to get drunk. 
and a lot of them a lot a lot more pleasurable. I, you know what? I don't know how pleasurable it is to snort cocaine. I. I'm well aware since I saw The Wolf of Wall Street, it feels good afterwards. But I wonder, like, the actual process of it. Because, like. I mean, from The Wolf of Wall Street, it might as well be, like, fucking spinach. Because, like. I don't. I don't remember if they played the Popeye theme. They might as well have because he's counteracting the Quaaludes, and he's just like, I can drive a car. Oh wait, no, you can't. Yeah. You can kind of walk and get to where you need to go I swear, to resuscitate. That was, like, scene in the movie. Did. That was like, hilarious. He's got the Quaaludes, and he's like, he thinks he can just like manage his way back home, and he thinks he can. Thinks he can. But then you see the aftermath of it. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then I he tries to like. Anything. And then he tries to like resuscitate Jonah Hill's character. Because hey, he's choking on ham. Oh wow, Jonah Hill's character choking on ham, and then he's just like, "Hey, you're fucking dying. Let me just snort some coke because that's the only logical thing to do, and walk over and save you." That's my favorite scene in the movie. (laughs) I can't do anything without my coke. Now I can do everything with my coke. Freaking spinach, man! I think they played the Popeye theme. If they didn't, they might as well have. I, you know what? I actually think they did. They did. I think they, they had did it in like the background because the okay. kid was watching TV. Good. Okay. All right. No, that good. That's that's now. the right thing to do. That makes sense now. Okay. But yes, you just came back from doing a tour at the FDA. Tour. I worked at the FDA. I was MedWatch. So if you called saying, "Hey, I had this strange reaction to this drug," you may or may not have gotten me or you know two of my other roommates. But some strange calls, very strange calls at the FDA. So you got to think, this is the federal government. This is where the buck stops. This is where you call the most severe side effects and you just say, what's happening to you? <laughs> I can't begin to describe you the it. top of the food chain here and now you get to say that my pinky feels You get numb. the top of the food chain and you get the bottom of the phone calls. So Ugh. I had a, well, no, I mean, I, you know, a lot of people just wanted to talk. They're very, very friendly. No no animosity towards these phone calls. I just have a couple of absurd stories that I hope everybody will enjoy here. I, I, you know, I almost kind of feel like people who just reach the FDA are just like, well, now I got someone who will get a piece of my mind, and they're important. Instead yeah. Of like your, pharma, your doctor or your pharmacist, the game well, is like, they're just doing their job. But these guys, probably like the, the guys in the black suits are like, we made this. Yeah, the, the first thing we were told is, remember, you're representing the FDA. You have to know what you're talking about, and you can't give too much info because you you're the FDA like anything you says you say goes and we're like all right cool so there's this one person calling about actually before I even start with what I experienced I'm gonna start with what I heard in another wall across from me so there's this other student go hard you know get the geek students can't do nothing about him but what they're trying to do is go hard on every phone call And I stress the every phone call part because of what I'm about to tell you. This guy received a call from a woman thinking that this was her pharmacy. (laughs) Now, this woman was like, are my refills ready? And he's like, no, you you have to call your pharmacy. And this continues for maybe like five minutes. Well, is it like an arduous process to like find the FDA's number or is it just kind of like any schmuck Apparently it's everywhere. If you look on your refrigerator at home, it's probably there. Because I almost kind of feel like this person stumbled into the FDA phone call. You'd believe that. 
wait a Here's minute. the thing. How did you even get this far? On a lot of insurance cards, a lot of medicine, it just says, if you have any if you have any side effects, report to this number, FDA. So that's how they all, they think it's their insurance. They think it's their pharmacy. They think it's anything but the FDA. So she's calling this student, and he's just like, no, 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 for five minutes. And then he goes, okay, I'll call your pharmacy for you. No. This is the federal government. You hang up. You tell her, call your pharmacy. You don't stop wasting our time. Call your fucking pharmacy. Like, this isn't your pharmacy. I can't do anything for you. What do you think the pharmacy is going to react? Oh, this is the FDA. We're just calling about this I person. Think it's a little what to happened to her? Anyone at the federal government, like, personally cares that much about what you're going through. You know what? They will do some of your work Some students you. will do anything to get an A. Anything. <laughs> don't I know it. Jesus. But... Alright, so on to, the, like, the real funny shit. So this guy calls me one day, Something and this no is, like, about. towards the end, it's okay, you're gonna have an idea about it at the end of this. Well, but no, you told me, you told me the story while we were having food about the guy, uh, with the pharmacy. That was the intro story, yes. you're about to hear, like, the, the meat of it, like, so... Let's do this, let's do this, raw, so, uncut. <laughs> so this guy calls me, and he's like, listen... I don't know where else to turn. And as soon as you hear that, you know it's about to go somewhere strange. Oh, God. Somewhere strange. Good strange, but strange. So he's like, my friend's having a terrible reaction to Chantix. And for those of you that don't know, Chantix is a drug that's used to stop people from smoking because it binds to the same receptor as nicotine, but it's not nicotine. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> but he's like... My friend's getting psychotic. And I'm like, well, that's a well-documented side effect of this drug. You know, have you... What has he done? He's like, well, I haven't seen him in about a month. I'm like, why? And he's like, I kicked him out. After he said he wouldn't change this, he... Oh. And I don't even think he's been taking it. I found the package under under his bed, and I, I found cigarettes. So I don't even think he's been using it. I'm like, all right. So continue. And he's like, well, the guy stole my dog. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay. I'm like, have you you already stole your dog? So why haven't have you gone to the cops? He goes, no. I'm like, you should. That's a crime. You should go to the cops. I I don't know what I can do for you. I want to tell you how to do your job here. I, you know, like, like this is this is MedWatch. I can't send the freaking SWAT team. We're not all the same thing. The government is not all the same thing here. I can't send the SWAT team to your house and just like expect to find your friend. You you need to call the cops and you know he's going on about it he's like his doctors won't talk to me his family won't talk to me I'm like okay I don't again I just this is the government you know I can't do anything about this and this goes on for 20 minutes 20 minutes and he's just like alright thank you for your time and he's a very friendly guy you know nothing against him personally but it's just you know some of the strangeness of these calls you get is just it's, it's just... Uh, okay, is Chantix, is Chantix a pill or is it more of a patch? It's a pill, but it's just... I've heard of, anything uh, that affects you in the brain is going to have that risk of just, like, you know, the neuropsychiatric it's events. And, it's very true. When you're, like, stopping smoking, I know people go through, like, an entire process. With and it's tough. Like, the drugs don't even, you know, like... But I remember hearing a story about a guy uh, that actually created a dependency on someone else because... And this may or may not be true because, you know... You know, as Abraham Lincoln said, you can't believe everything that you uh, read on the internet. As quoted by Abraham Lincoln. Think about that for a second. Abraham Lincoln dash Michael Scott. Uh, Think about that. But he actually created a dependency from someone else uh, that the second they went to sleep, they, like, applied a smoking patch to them. 
And then the second they... Uh, before they woke up, like an hour or so before they woke up, they, like, removed the patch. So whenever they left, they started, like, feeling a dependency on them. Hmm. It's like, maybe maybe I should just go to his house for the night. I feel better after I come there. And whenever they went to sleep again, they would just put the smoking patch on them again. So I don't know if the science checks out on that. Maybe I've been taken for a sucker. But it's like, Wow. Because I know yeah. it gives you the nicotine that you want. And, right. like, if you've never smoked before, or if you never, like, realized, you know, I feel just as good at, at Tyler's house as I do when I'm smoking a cigarette, I wonder if there's a connection. It's true, you know, it's just... You get the nicotine either way. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, like, the driving factor for why people are like, hey, cigarettes, that's what I want. <laughs> nicotine. <laughs> That's it. But still, that's like some scary shit. You know what else is scary? I'm feeling the like ground vibrate beneath my ass. Yeah, there is like a huge... There's like a train or something below us. As, I, as I've mentioned before, we are in the heart of East Village, and there is traffic all around us. So Probably you the haven't F guessed train. from the cars that are beeping behind us. Well, Yeah, I was going to say, I don't realize how loud... solved. I was viewer. Like, I can't realize how <laughs> how loud it is behind us, but now I hear it. Somebody's like, hey, there's a green light. You should probably go. Yeah. Bitch. Oh, it's your fault for driving in New York City anyway. Yeah, that's okay. true. So what Don't else you got that. for us? What else do I have Sorry, besides that dicks. bug on the computer? Um, My computer is one with nature now. It's where yeah. it wants to be. <laughs> Honestly, when I get when I get a surface refurbished because I'm a I'm a hippie and I'm frugal, uh, this thing is going to return to the earth from whence it came anyway. So good. I whatever. expect to see. May as well get it acclimated. I expect to see wooden keys. Ooh, fancy. What else do I have for you? All right, so here's the premiere story. So I was fortunate enough to sit on an AC committee. For a drug known as Flabanserin. And it's totally open to the public, so before you start shouting, hey, you can't talk about this, fuck you, because it was public. There we go. Wrong, okay. This drug is colloquially known as the women's Viagra. Hold on. Let, the, let that Seriously? sink in for a minute, Dean. Yes. If you look up on the internet, this is what it's known as. Really? Well, here's What's the thing. not enough for you people. You know, the thing is, it has nothing... Like, the way Viagra works, this is not analogous at all. That's why the way they're referring to this drug is very dangerous. Because going to the safety trials and how this drug was, it's not anything like Viagra. It's actually more like half antidepressant, half migraine medication. And migraine medication, I'm referring to the triptans. It has nothing to do with the way ED works. Here's the thing with ED. They're still horny. They still want. They up. still want to get on. Just doesn't get up. With flabanserin, it's indicated for hyposexuality, which means they were very sexually active. They were in a relationship for you know many years, mon- monogamous, of course. And then it just stopped. And then it just stopped. Now I don't know about you, but that has nothing to do with the way Viagra works. So stop calling it women's Viagra because okay. it is not. Well, for the for the smattering of people that refer to it as women's Viagra, you know, for the smattering, and here's the thing: the drug has an enormous political backing. So, really great, yeah, because there's no women's option for. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, and I see. That. Right, right, like you have I've Viagra only this from the men's perspective, and the only people exactly the only time people bring up men's Viagra is, uh, oh, hey, priests get it under healthcare. Why not? Yeah, the thing is, like, I'm totally for a treatment for women, but the thing is. Stop wasting our time with this crappy drug and just give us something that works. Like, don't... And that's, you know, there was, like, a PhD from New York. She went up, she's like, 
there's I'm gonna address the red herring. I'm gonna address the elephant in the room. This drug is great for what it does if there was nothing else to compare it to, which there happens to be. So just work on something that actually works and give these people what they need instead of bullshit. But for the people that it worked for, it really worked for them. And that's, I guess, why I was favored in the trials. Because here's the thing. They vote on this drug. Whether it, it doesn't get approved right then and there, but they vote on it. And you have a couple of options. In this case, it was yes, which nobody voted. It was yes, with many improvements to the safety and efficacy trials, which was 18. And then flat out no, which was 6. So any media outlet that you look at is going to tell you, yeah, this drug worked, or yes, we voted for it, but it's not yes. It's yes with a big maybe right behind it. Okay, all right. That it probably sense. still will get approved, but here's the thing. They're, they're talking about putting, like, restrictions on it. They're talking about certain pharmacies and prescribers only being allowed to dispense it, and that's that's pretty strict. I don't know about you. I mean, you can go to any pharmacy and get any drug, but this thing, you got to go to a special place to get it. Is it really that? I mean, I guess it's worth it for the people that need it, but... And here's the thing, too. It's only for premenopausal women. It's not for postmenopausal. Oh, okay. Right. Younger than 50, let's say. Well, I, well, I mean, postmenopausal, I think it's... Well, why then? Yeah, well, I mean, because the thing is, it's just aging taking its toll. You're not hyposexual, or maybe you are. Maybe it's the way... The thing is, the way they... out nature's way of saying, maybe just kind of, like, knock well, it off. the thing is, like, the way they outlined the drug was that they were... Same thing with, like, hi- people who have ED, like, when they're 70 or something. Right. <laughs> well, these... The thing is, right like, the, the discrepancy to make here is that these people were normally sexual for, you know, many years after they were married, and then all of a sudden it stopped. That's their criteria. But how do you define that line? You know, people were saying this drug is going to be misused by pimps to just get their hookers, like, horny. That's crazy, but if you think about it, anything's possible. Well, if you figure that there are people that like are willing to snort powdered alcohol, I guess you got to figure every possible scenario. Well, that's just a different bracket entirely. Like those people, they shouldn't even been in the freaking room when that was being addressed. Like, <laughs> geez, they would have found it either way. But like the fact that they were in there was just like, get out, man! You don't belong here. Come on. Okay, so what exactly happened uh, with this thing? So, well, we don't know yet. It likely will get approved, but, I mean, no one knows that for sure. Basically, in in past history... Well, don't these things take, like, years before they're, like... Well, it's been years. Like, that's the thing. This is about the Uh, cut. This thing was actually presented before the FDA a couple years back, maybe 2011. They refused it. And now they're considering it, so it might get approved, like, this year or next year, and it's good. You know, it's great for the population that needs it, but we've got to be concerned with how these things get misused and just the dangers of them, because there's a lot of fainting associated with it. And here's here's the kicker. They conducted the safety trials with men in the trials. Why? Whoa, 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 what? Why would you include men in the trials if you Did knew you this? Did you for them? Who cares? Like, basically, the basically the trial was chug all chug this amount of alcohol or drink this amount of alcohol in a very short time and take the drug and see what happens. Why would you include men in that if they're not going to be using the drug? Like that to me, that makes no sense. Well, I wonder if they included women in the Viagra trials. That'd be hilarious, but probably not because of the I'm way things go. I'm feeling something rising, but I can't tell what. I feel like my fallopian tubes are stiffening, and it hurts. <laughs> 
Okay, oh, so, uh, well, before you get into any more stories, I just want to know, like, what, what what do you make of things that, like, are supposedly health-conscious uh, or health-friendly, and they're not approved by the FDA, seeing as how you've been behind one of those desks? Well, health-conscious, health-friendly, but not approved, I mean... The fraud office handles a lot of that. We actually saw. Like, I, really... I don't know, like super vitamin supplements. You know, what I mean the alternative medicine and shit. Yeah, no. Well, the thing is, there's no way of knowing. Like, anytime anyone would call about that, we're just like, we don't know. We didn't approve this, so you're kind of going on your own risk. You get here. to be a little snarky and be like, "Do you have the bottle with you?" Yes. Well, do you see that whole thing about not approved by the FDA? Yes. Goodbye. Essentially, I mean, like, they'd call up and they'd just be like, hey, what about this thing? And I'm like, what about it? I don't know what the hell it is. You could be taking... The thing is, too, they talk to us about, you know, like, there's the product Extends or any of those, like, male libido enhancers. Apparently, some of them contained, like, 30 times the amount of prescription-allowed Cialis, Viagra, just crazy amounts of drug. And why would you want to subject yourself to that? Like, it's just crazy. Because Dr. Oz told you. And I gotta say, uh, like, I listen I listen to YouTube videos at work, and a big number of the time, they, they're like John Oliver uh, last week tonight segments. And he's got one about Dr. Oz and how, like, he's basically marketing. He's basically making medicine trendy or something. He is. I mean, you know, he's... like a 15-minute segment on that. And I listen to them just because, like, they take up a chunk of an hour. And uh, they're on autoplay, so, hey, day's gone before I, like, go through his entire catalog. <laughs> but, yeah, still, he's got something on Dr. Oz. He's even got an update on that. And I'm thinking, what, why would you even bother with these things? Why would you tr- Why would you not trust what a doctor tells you and think you know what's better for your body than the people who study it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, I got a medical condition, and I wouldn't dare pretend I know more than the person with a degree on their wall. Because all I'm thinking is, oh, I guess I'm low on testosterone or something. Or, oh, my testosterone's shooting up through the sky. Better take this. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, too, with web with the dawn of WebMD and all these Where online... cancer. Yeah, or these online diagnostic materials. It's just like, how can you, how can you even consider, like, you'd be at that level? You know, you've seen this shit online, and you're just like, yeah, I have that. No, you don't. Get, get off your pedestal. Just go to the doctor. I'm sure there are some doctors that, like, appreciate that you did a little bit of legwork. Yes. But then they're also thinking, why would you even come here, then? Right. They're like, hey, what do you need us for? Oh, if wait. If you really think you are at that level, why don't you just fix yourself? I mean, they just want to get some money, too. Like, you know, uh-huh. some of them. That I mean, too, there's good doctors. about how doctors are overworked. Which... Very, very much so. Yeah, which I actually do have a story about that, but you know, we wanna you wanna keep going with anything FDA related? Um, we, we got could, an insider's view here. I was gonna say uh, we could hear your story because like okay, most right. of, most of what I am able to talk about is limited. I I really can't go into that much. Yeah, but you still have a little something, something, you know? Yeah, right? a little something, something. Which, which is more than I could say for a lot of people, or at least <laughs> anyone that I bothered to talk to about. Hey, have you worked at the MD, uh, FDA? That's and of true. Of course, they have not. <laughs> which is the upsetting part of this, but. Uh, I, am I stalling? I am not. I am not. I did read this beforehand. Okay, so apparently there was this doctor in Mexico who was caught sleeping at the job, and this was like during a 16-hour shift. Uh, one of the patients came in, snapped a picture of uh, her sleeping at her desk, and then proceeded to like shame her over Twitter. 
And in response to that, which seems to be a common thing now when uh, things blow up on Twitter, like, I'll, I'll, I'll get into that quick tangent later, but, uh, yeah. Doctors from all over the globe started posting pictures of where they sleep. Like, just to defend this person, like, hey, we've been working uh, full day shifts. We need a place to sleep. Uh, the hashtag is, if you are Spanish friendly, Jotiem me dormi, which means I sleep, uh, I sleep as well. I've also fallen asleep. Uh, yeah, one med resident caught in a sleeping at her desk in a hospital in Monterey, Mexico. So this wasn't even like... In America, a lot of people get crucified if they're, like, slacking off because, of course, we don't have, like, paid medical leave or anything. Uh, uh, in addition to a lot of things we don't have. <laughs> but in Mexico, of all places. But, yeah, you got to see some of these pictures. Uh, like, I think that's the original picture. It's kind of like her falling asleep like someone would on their desk at school. But then you also get, like, the people sleeping hey, that's in the cabinets. What is that, a lab tray yeah. turned into a bunk bed? They got they got a, someone with scrubs using it as a pillow. Uh, just people using beds, honestly. A couch. Couch is cool. Yeah. Like, I, like, I sympathize with doctors, but... There's also, like, no way to really entice people to go into the medical field knowing that. You know what I mean? Especially with that kind of awareness. Like, why did you go into pharma? Me? Yeah, you're working working rotations now. I was always just interested in the way the drugs work. Like, quite honestly, and pharma is nothing like... Well, pharma, big pharma is the industry, which I don't have any interest in, but... You know, pharmacy in general is just... It's how the drugs work. It's very different from being a physician, so... I don't know. I, I mean, after seeing what the doctors go through, it's great to get the respect, the privilege, the power. But at the end of the day, do you want to leave at 5 o'clock? Do you want a 9-to-5 job? Then if you do, don't be a doctor. That's very true. Like, I, they get respect, but certainly not enough. And they also get the... I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're trying to get a job for respect, I'm sorry, but you're in the wrong field. Very true. Don't you're, do anything for us. You're doing this simply because you want to help people. Right. Earn earn the respect yourself. You can be any position and get respect. There's nurses that know more than doctors do. Not that's, common, but that's they... That's actually very true. If there's anything that Scrubs taught me, it's that Carla was there to save JD. There's very good nurses. Because Zach Braff is too pretty to be a doctor. <laughs> he's, he's, more, he's more looks than doctor. And that's probably the only medical show that I actually know that I've watched. Hmm. Yeah, so... Oh, I watched House. House is pretty good, too. But even then, like, it's hard to get a hold of people studying pharmacy. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're just... It's busy, man. I I can't describe it to anyone unless they're in it. You know, it's just very hectic. It's crazy. But, you know, it's never boring, which I could say for it. There is that. There is that. Uh, Because I I got a job that's plenty boring, but, you know, it, it pays the bills. And that's what a lot of people do. And I think... Just to go on a quick tirade here, I think that's a problem that a lot of people have because they're like, I want to get a job that excites me and like a job that challenges me. And there's a lot of boring stuff out there that needs to get done. Yeah, that's true. Plus, like, also, what job is that? And are you in a fantasy world? Because if you are, you're not going to find a job. You get all the you get all the quotes of people just kind of like, oh, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, and of course, it's, it's like, from the same ten people because of course they've made it to the top. 
Beyonce right. isn't what going to talk about how it's a it's a drag putting in sixteen hours dancing, exactly, and no one comes to the shows. <laughs> she's not going to talk about that because of no, she's because made she's it. doing fine. If there was she's if there was a game fine. talking about making it to the top, they would already be like easy mode right there. They'd yeah, be like okay, you're Beyonce. It's like by the all green, means find like, a way to get to the top. It's like only the green and red buttons on Guitar Hero. Like, come on, who? Yeah, that's <laughs> who wants to do that? Unless <laughs> unless you want to feel like a rock star without actually being a rock star. Looking at you, Nickelback. Uh, you know what? There are a lot of people that like genuinely like Nickelback just because of like how I guess they're a best-selling rock band. There's got to be people who I like. I guess it's because they're like not offensive. You know what I mean? They're like, pretty offensive. Like they, they the have very sim- misogynistic songs. Do they? The newer stuff, yeah. I I have not listened. To, I think I. I stopped, mean, they haven't played it. I you know. I like, think I stopped paying attention to them once once like Rockstar came. You, out. you like, get curious. Not to say that I paid attention to them before, but it's like I was aware of their presence. You get curious, and you're just like, "What the hell is everyone so on this about?" I've turned on the album. I'm like, "What the fuck? What is this?" Yeah, there was a. Link. Why is it so bad? Like, what makes it so terrible? And and within like thirty seconds, you're like. Okay, I've had enough. Well, within 30 seconds, I'm like, okay, well, I guess this isn't, like, this isn't noteworthy or anything. Right. This is noteworthy like for just... being non-noteworthy. Exactly. And that's, that's all you really need to say about Because, you know, you can't really go to a sporting event without hearing them. Right. You know what I mean? But that's it's true. not because they have, like, a large audience or something. It's like, it, it's something to play. Whereas every other thing you might have an opinion on. But Nickelback, people just have a negative opinion of. Unless, you know, you just like them. It's like, eh, it's whatever. There was a link once that showed people, oh, these are the people that you need to unfriend. And it's the ones that it's like It's everyone Nickelback that likes Nickelback, on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> yep. That was the ones. That's funny. Uh, but, uh... Back to that central point. Uh, did St. John's have pre-med, or was it just mostly pharma? No, it's it's pharmacy and PA. They don't have a med school. They don't have anything. The thing is, a med school is totally separate. It's a lot of money. It's You need a totally yes. different school for it. And St. John's has always been a pharmacy school, so, you know, I don't think they're planning since on... Since I heard about the uh, secret... There, were, there was something that was walled off in one of the buildings that was, like, atomic... Forget what it was. I, I'm tempted to say Atom Smasher, but it's not that. Atom Smasher. Well, it was something that was atomic, and it's something that like emitted radiation. And I found out from someone else. Maybe it was just one of those urban legends uh, that was just walled off because we abandoned the program and it was too expensive to remove. <laughs> so it was less expensive to just put a concrete wall in front of it. No idea what that is. No Certainly going to be a generator because we would just be milking the crap out of that. <laughs> I, mm, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I fully support people going through pre-med because God knows we're going to definitely depend on you eventually. Yeah, no, I mean, being a doctor is, look, it's a great career, but you just have to go into it for the right reasons. It's with anything. I mean, it can't all be about money. Like, money's a cool motivator, but at the end of the day, it's just not going to be what gets you that job. If you're doing a job and you're doing a career, odds are you are going to make enough to, like, get by. You just got to, like, adjust your spending preferences based on that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm making enough, combined with me and my fiancé, we're probably making enough to, like, live comfortably in an apartment in, like, Nassau County. 
Yeah. And like not really have much ambitions beyond that, but we want to do other things, so. Right, well, I thought you were like planning on moving to like Brooklyn or Queens. Like, when's that going to happen? If it it's, is. It's got to be like closer to the wedding, so like give that another year. Okay. Because we're living at home just because we want to live. It's the same story that you hear from everyone, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're putting up with our parents for now because we want to save up for this and then we'll move out when we can afford it. Like that's it. It's the depressing truth for now. But I think, depending on uh, uh, considering that a lot of people are complaining about, oh, college debt is weighing me down. It's like we're doing fine, I guess. We're that's doing good. comparatively better than a lot of people. That's good. It's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, way it should be. Yeah. No. No. Well, yeah. I mean, not not to get too political or anything, but it's it's, it's that. It's that. There were actually people we were talking to yesterday, like. In their 50s, and they're talking about college debt, and I'm like, wow, this is really relatable to a lot of people, huh? Not that far out of 50s, eh? Oh, well, I will catch up to you eventually. Back when video games cost a nickel. (laughs) You paid them in a candy store that sold candy. Candy for... Candy for your mouths. (laughs) Like drugs. Like drugs. Brought to you by... Drugs and drugs. Hello. How are you? <laughs> wait, wait. Oh. Oh, don't step on that. Thank you. She yeah. could pet. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, don't step on that computer. <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're doing a podcast. Oh, hey. Hey, podcast people. What's up? Oh, to the general public, I guess. Hello, general public. <laughs> podcast? Uh, it, it, it is now. It, it it's is been now. so it's for the past tech 20 garden. minutes. It used to be a tech podcast, but now it's the tech garden podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy it. It's totally going to get it. Is it? I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. Mm. Whatever, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll you, it's it. your show, man. Do what you want. I, I care not. I care not. <laughs> That's I will. You know what? I'll add it in. Okay, so, uh, I don't know, that, that broke it up, that broke it up, because, I mean, the only thing that I've been paying attention to in the news lately is, hey, Bernie Sanders is going to run for president, and it's not Hillary Clinton, and that's all I care about. That's, that's kind of it. Also, Christopher Lee dying. Yeah, yeah, that's... I'm going to miss Saruman, and also Willy Wonka's dad, apparently. Fully walked. <laughs> yeah, no, that was like surprising. Yeah, no, I, when you mention it like that, it's like shit. He's he was Willy Wonka's dad. He was Willy Wonka's dad. Damn. In that terrible remake with Johnny Depp. Which, what, what do you think about Johnny Depp? Honestly, I like Johnny Depp. The thing is, like, I can go into any movie and be like, "Who's that fucking guy?" And then just be like, <laughs> see the credits and be like, "Oh, that was Johnny Depp." He's a different looking guy in every movie. Twenty percent chance, it's Johnny. Depp. I've never seen anyone like go into a movie and just look so different as him like I'll just you know like you just see like Edward Scissorhands Captain Jack Sparrow Willy Wonka they look nothing alike you, you actually are right. They look nothing alike. You actually have a very good point. He's like a... Well, you know, he's a chameleon. Do you know who I realize is a chameleon? Gary Oldman. That's another one. That is a... Very much... you know what? I respect Gary Oldman. Very much Oldman. another one. I really do. They like the podcast. You know what? They're future podcasters. They get it. They understand. I just wish we didn't throw words around so carelessly to the general public's very delicate ears. Yeah. And yet it slips out. A lot of swears. A lot of swears. A lot of swears. 
on a lot of sorts. Okay, but Gary Oldman, honestly. Uh, he's just one of those people that you don't really expect, and yet he's there. Who's Commissioner Gordon? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Who's Sirius Black? Harry Potter. Oh, my God. That were- <laughs> Gary Oldman. Yeah, like... He certainly never looks alike in any of the movies. No, I was about to say he's another one. Yeah, no, he is. Because you know, because at least Michael Sarah plays the same person in every movie. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, there's some people who rely on that predictability, and you, you come to love them for it. But then there's other people where you're just like, like Zach Galifianakis. It's like I can I can expect him to be that quirky guy in every movie. Yeah, like the goof. Like, the goof. You need a goof. The the, the socially awkward goof. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, I didn't really care for uh, The Hangover. You know what I mean? That was the movie of the year at one point. Yeah, it's the highest grossing it, it like R-rated movie. Between the ages of 16 and 21... You, you knew about The Hangover and it was your favorite movie. There was there was that phase. I guess I, you know, I and was between that age. I really didn't know about it until maybe after. I saw it. It's funny, but it's just like, it's the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Wait, seriously? Yeah, or it's one of them. Like, it's up there. It's way up there. And I'm just like... I really uh, wouldn't be surprised at that. Me neither, but it's just like, shit, I didn't think it was like that overwhelmingly good, but I guess it was. Some of those sirens. I was gonna say, should we go somewhere quieter, or we're, we're doing? Yeah, you know what? We're we're in this for the long haul. All right. We're in this for the long haul. It's just, I quick tangent. I don't understand how NYPD thinks they can be effective in Manhattan of all places, considering it's so congested with cars. How do you expect to get anywhere? That's true. I mean, like, I don't know. That siren. I see the guy here. He's been there for the past minute. They're not moving for you, man. This is the city. It is congested. There's bikers. There's pedestrians. There are joggers. You gotta find another route. Walks of transportation. Get the hell off of Houston Street. Go somewhere else. Go. You know what? Let's get Robocop. Yeah. Robocop and drones. Need someone like that. Actually, you know what? It's controversial as drones may be. Why don't we just get New York City in on that? Why don't we just be like, hey, you know that horror from the sky? Try not to shoplift. It's watching you. It's watching <laughs> it knows. you. Yeah, well, when I was, when I was like... Thought cameras were bad? You thought cameras were bad? Nah. Like, last week when I was going through uh, all the way to Columbus, Ohio, I actually saw signs that said, uh, uh, speed enforced by air patrol. And I remember thinking, like, that actually, like, gave me a little bit of dread because I was thinking, I'm driving 80 miles an hour. Uh, If there was, like, some drone or pilot that was, like, looking at me weird, I might have gotten nuked. Because at least, like, a police car would, like, give me a little bit of chase. But a drone? I'd be like, hey, that uh, that red car, go take it down. (laughs) That's, uh, that's all they would need. That's all you would need from that. Yeah. All right. Shall I uh, pull up another weird one for the books? Go ahead, man. All right. Let's Give it to ahead. us. Yeah. I tried. I tried going. Uh, I tried going a little more uh, medical on this one because of the whole FDA thing. Because it, it is. 
it's interesting to hear from that perspective. At least we got that. We had we had someone who worked from Hollywood before as an intern. Uh, I guess if anyone actually cared, I got like an inner look at the insurance industry. <laughs> Which oh my god, it's riveting. Oh man, you're flying by the seat of your pants. And then you got someone who uh, worked at the FDA. But uh, there was actually a uh, collection of doctors in China who removed 420 kidney stones from a patient. From one single patient. One single patient. You see this? Jesus. Some of them look like corn, other them look like pebbles you find in a stream. Yeah, All that's just... Poor bastard. Gut gemstones right there. Whatever euphemism you want to use, that is just crazy. Now, thankfully, my uh, diet hasn't been terrible enough to experience a kidney stone. That's just genetics. There's no diet on Earth that could cause all that bullshit. Really? I don't know. I mean, like, how long has he had him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what's the story behind it? So, apparently, doctors at the hospital said it was likely it was from a tofu-heavy diet and a lack of water. All right. Uh, because they're very high in calcium... Um, which cannot be excreted from the body without sufficient intake of water. So as long as you're chugging water with whatever you eat, I guess you're going to be fine. You're not going to have that excruciating pain that is uh, passing a stone, which apparently it's a rite of passage for some people. Like Kidney if, stone? If you, if you pass a stone, people keep that. And that's a tiny hole that it's going through. Yeah, I was going to say, like if you want to keep it, by all, by all means, if you want to be reminded of that, go ahead. But I, I can't agree with you on that. I don't want that. If that was ever me, I don't want like that. Like, if, if there's any an argument to say, do not have anything with calcium ever again, you lactose intolerant people, stop drinking your milk. It's that. No more <laughs> kidney stones. But you know what? As much as 420 sounds like a lot... This article decides to diminish that almost immediately by bringing up the world record of kidney stones. Would you like to take a guess at how many that is? Oh, well, if it's above 420, I don't know, 680? <laughs> 172,1555 stones. Oh, man. I am not kidding. Apparently it took three hours in surgery. Ooh. I can't even imagine how much that would look like. Because apparently the doctors let you keep them afterwards, and like some weird types for some reason. I mean, make like I guess you could it. maybe sell them on eBay. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I said, gut that's gems. Crazy. I think there's a lot of market for that. There might be. I mean, I've never encountered it, but if you have, let me know. <laughs> well, that's why I'm glad uh, you're in the market that's making and uh, producing drugs. Yeah. Rather well, than being on the hands-on stuff, because I'm sure. Uh, no matter what you are in the medical profession, you've got some horror stories from dealing with other people. Well, it's mostly just like, you know, who's who does this crazy shit, who, who just comes in. Like, there was this one woman. I work at a pharmacy where a lot of people get discharged from the hospital or the emergency room. So you see a lot of strange things. This is one woman who comes in hysterically crying, and she's like, I couldn't find the pharmacy. We're like, why? She goes... <laughs> They said it was directly across the street, and what they really meant was it was down the block. But she happened to walk out of the hospital, look across the street, not see the pharmacy, and apparently began to hysterically cry. Wow. I don't understand that logic. I think that... I, you know what? There was no was logic put in... story of giving up, that would be it. That's... I mean, that's like Sweden times ten, man. No, they never gave up. Like, that's neutrality. Different thing. <laughs> like, 
she just yeah she just up on being neutral. she just up and quit like shit how do you do that and then she comes down tells us just gives us the sob story we give her what she needs get her out but she's like sitting there still crying I need a cab I can't walk home meanwhile how, how did you walk in here you can't walk home? How the fuck did you get in here? How did you even begin? How did you get in let, here? Let us, let us journey down the path like, of how you got come home. on. How did you, what did you do? So she's she's here. She's just sitting there crying for a cab. And now my shift is over when she's there. I just leave. I go back later at night around 11.30 at night just to see if she's still there for shits and gigs. Yeah, she uh, leaves. Gerard, Gerard, apparently she's still here. She's a bit afraid that the person that was helping her left. Shits and gigs. I mean, I just did it for... Like, she she left. Like, and that was it. I didn't see her back. I was in there, and there, I, I asked. I was like, what happened? She was like, oh, no, they called a the cab. They got her out. And I was like, it had to be much more dramatic than that. <laughs> That's not my normal cab driver. I, I don't understand. Ma'am, ma'am, does this cab driver look the same every time? Yes, yes. Is it not in a yellow vehicle? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is it your husband? Our husband. Hmm. Hmm. That's like that's what I imagine the scenario would go like. Yeah, I that's the logical next up. Realizing that I mean, the if there if there are everywhere, if there is a logic even based in this, but you know, it's just you can't even you can, you cannot predict what's going to go on in these people's heads. You really just. You well, can't. I prefer not to, honestly. I mean, no, like, that's I, a good. That's a good point. I mean, the most that I get from people, I, I thank goodness, I thank God uh, that I am uh, in an office that requires security to get in. Like, I got the key card just to swipe in past the turnstile. <laughs> so the most that I have to deal with with the outside world is like the odd phone call, which uh, after Friday, after I get like a, a disabled vet demanding to know why his car hasn't been fixed, which isn't my department in the first place, I would just refer him to someone else and hang up. But after he's demanding why his car hasn't been fixed and it's been two weeks or something, and I'm like, we have we, we can't find you in the system. Like, that means you're not there. If, if you think you've been insured for this long and we can't find you, you're, you're in the wrong, not me. But he's actually, like, threatening litigation. And I can't tell him these things. I can't tell him, you're wrong, it's not my fault, it's yours. Like, to anyone that's right, ever worked just, customer service, yeah. we have to take the side of, we're wrong, we're sorry, we'll work on it. It's... Even if there's nothing you can do about it. Like, that's the yeah, thing. No, so you, you end up feeling helpless, and, like, there's other people around me, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I can't, I, I can't really help you here. And, like, it's starting to sound a little helpless, but there's no other way to sound. I can't just retaliate. Right. No, like, you don't want to start a fight. I'm disposable at this point, seriously. Still there. Still there. Still disposable. Still, still kicking. Still just Still as, disposable, but not yet disposed of. Still just as expendable as the day I walked in. And you know what? I think two days from now marks, like, the one-year anniversary I've been there. Awesome. Yeah, no, who'd have thought? More power to you. Who'd have thought? You, you don't even go to school for an entire year, you know? <laughs> you get that in, like, little segments. Me, I get, like, what? A couple days off at a time. And you know what? If, as... 
you, you really treasure those days now. Well, you said you, you went on a vacation recently, right? Where, where was that at? Oh, that was, uh, I, I did that in a previous episode, but I went to Columbus, Ohio. Oh. Uh, games convention. And I think the previous episode, I tried to make board games and tabletop games sound palatable to the general public. It's like there's some fun shit out there. But I know it's still not for everybody, even though it's not like, oh, we're all playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's not all that. No, it's 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 more involved than that. Like There's you definitely a game where have. We did pepper farming for Christ's sakes. Yeah. That just sounds, I don't know, different. You know what I mean? Some people don't embrace the different, and they should because you know, like that's where the fun comes. Like in. I just ate friggin' bone marrow. I've never done that before. Yeah, There's like different for people. the fuck of it, exactly. I just ate bone marrow because hey, they had it. They had it. Is bone marrow is awesome. You should try it one time. I wonder how weird it would have been if I just kind of like slurped it out. Like I got like a little metal spoon. What if it was probably weird? I mean, it was jelly-like. It was. I probably could have like gone at it with a, like a, a straw and just like. <laughs> Whip the straw. They didn't give us a straw, probably for that reason. They're probably like, someone's <laughs> tried this before. We are not going to entertain this again. The bone marrow. This, Let's not. Give no, no more. God, that is unsettling to think about. I never want to think about what's inside my bones. But to probably, think it's probably terrible. bone marrow. Assuming, <laughs> assuming it's bone marrow and not just an unforeseen force. Yeah. Being held together by sheer will of a neutron star. <laughs> Is this edible? Well, it seems to be sucking everything else up, so by all means, give it a taste of its own medicine. It's damn right. Oh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Because uh, bone marrow is kind of up there. Bone marrow is up there. Like a, that's a delicacy, I think. That's a, I'm, I'm tempted to think that's so. That's a really. Not, it's I a, just ate it because someone dared me to. That's a really good question. Uh, wait, who dared you to eat bone marrow? No, no, just kind of like, hey, see the specials menu. I'm going to put bone marrow on there just to see whoever tries it. And they're probably, like, snickering in the back. But I'm, I'm tempted to think it's a delicacy. It, it definitely is. Tell me it is. I mean, people eat it? bone marrow, like, without it being a main dish. Like, I've seen people, you know, at Popeye's just rip the bones off, just eat the marrow inside. Wait, wait, Popeye's? Well, you know, I need... to a semi-upscale place. We did, and that was where bone marrow was the freaking special, okay, but I'm we saying... Get it. There's someone breaking the law, for Christ's sake. Huh. But I'm saying, like, you know, in Popeye's where you can get chicken on the bone, you're going to bite it in, and you're going to suck the bone marrow out if you want the bone marrow. Can we, like, pause it if we ever have to? I mean, kind of. If it's, like, crazy out there. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, so they just sucked out the bone marrow, but chicken bones, for Christ's sakes. They got marrow, right? I, I mean, in the most biological sense, yes. Like, I, I get gross. Apparently, it like tastes good inside. Mistakenly eating a piece of cartilage from a piece of chicken. <laughs> and you're telling me people tear off the, tear, like, apart the bones. They do. They do indeed. Oh, wow. I actually remember. There was a, there was this uh, commercial someone did. There was, like, a part with KFC, which I can't believe I'm mentioning this twice in the same show, within the same hour. Uh, someone uh, made a uh, parody of the commercial where I think they were doing chicken strips at the time, or boneless chicken, and, like, a big thing was, I ate the bones, he ate the bones, I ate the bones! I ate the bones! So, what they did was, it was just like, I ate the bones, I ate the bones, and just, like, started going demonic. 
this guy's head popped off and there was like a tentacle just kind of like carrying it. I ate the bones. I ate the bones. I ate the bones. <laughs> the bones. And that was like the tagline of the commercial. Instead of just like KFC was just KFC. Instead of like, hey, we didn't put bones in this chicken. You didn't eat them. You're not an idiot. No, this one went against the grain. Just like, eat the bones. Eat the bones of KFC. Crazy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Well, I mean, I could chalk that up, but, like, weirdest thing people have eaten. And I've been to China, so, I mean, I've seen people eat fish eyeballs. I have not we were, been to we China. We were still kind of like a little vanilla when we went. We were still high school kids. <laughs> so. Did you try fish eyeballs? I don't think I was the one that, that ate it. So, there's that. Yeah, no, it's temperamental. It's temperamental. Okay, uh, no idea what happened there. Uh... Hopefully you, you guys are hearing, like, the cut part, I guess. The part that I, like, kept. <laughs> no, it started, to, it started to normalize itself while we were recording anyway, so I'll have to edit that later. Because we had a contest with the friggin' sirens in the background. Yeah, that's... Yeah, see uh, that? It's peaking early, but once you hear, like, a... It's... The dying cats. It just it doesn't stop. I'm I'm surprised it hasn't gone on right now. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, the the very peaceful ten minutes of silence that we've been getting. Yeah. I don't know. The, the microphones are smart. The microphones. It's just that the computer is stupid sometimes. Don't yeah. don't insult it. It's gonna do what it just did. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you temperamental piece of shit. There you go. At least it was an apology. <laughs> <laughs> the backhanded uh, compliment, I guess. Pan strong. <laughs> okay, so what were we, what were we talking about? What um, were we talking about? I'm like a very bad computer because my restore point is Gary Oldman for some reason, <laughs> and we were we were definitely beyond that. Way beyond that. I mean, I could pick up about DC again if you want. Yeah, no, you know what? Let's let's close this with a good story. Let's close this with a good right. story on the FDA. Good story on the FDA. So. Actually, I just remembered a great story. So let, let's hear here it. Here we go. Let, let her rip. A couple of interns. We're going out every night with this group of interns we just met. They're from all over the states, but we all have one thing in common. We're pharmacy students, and we like to party. That's two things. Fuck your math. <laughs> oh, I've actually been to. I remember being at one of your parties. Uh, end oh, of yeah, the year. you came through. It's and you, you we had like a we had like a trash bag they're of crazy. just like they're the crappiest right? the, the Genesee cream. Genesee cream. Jenny Cream. If you're ever trying to look for something that's cheap as shit but tastes horrible, I don't know why you'd look for that. 30 rack. The quantity over quality. 30 thing. rack for 18 bucks. Trust wow. me, it's the best. It's the bang for your buck. It's like 30 stones for 20 bones. <laughs> it's that kind of logic. Damn. Don't, don't ever use that kind of logic. Okay, so but anyway, on to the partying. So <laughs> we're going out to this karaoke bar. It turns out the bar kind of sucks. Like they're the guys like, oh, well, let's pay for an order of singing. And I'm like, I'm not gonna pay you fifty bucks. Fuck you. Not paying for that. So we have this one intern who notoriously likes MILFs. Whoa, was he like proud of that title? I don't know. I just know that it well, is. Just stuck I with just it. know that it was, is, and forever will be. <laughs> so uh, he gets—he's in the elderly ward. Gets one of my roommates. He's just like, "Yo, come check this out." And my guy's like, yeah, I'll, "I'll look. I don't really, whatever." So he ends up making out with one of them with this other guy, like not the same one. Two different milfs. How milf are we talking? Like thirty-eight. 
<laughs> I love how that that question immediately turned over to age. age. Yeah. Not not age to attractiveness here. Thirty eight. So it's it's MILFs. <laughs> so there's no doubt about it. They're talking about their fucking kids. They look like moms. They got that baby weight on them, like no doubt. Wow. No doubt. So he's doing that shit. Well, you'd see them after they're talking were, about their kids. There were some pictures taken. So, I didn't know this, because I wasn't there at the time. My perspective of the story comes this following day. Some of my two, you know, my two stu- fellow students, and we're with the preceptor, the person in charge of us, and she's super cool, super friendly, she's like, do whatever you want, but she has a limit that we then found out, because this one guy's like, hey, look what we did this weekend, and I'm like, uh, don't show her the fucking picture. And he's like, check it out. And I'm like, oh, look, is that the train? He's like, yeah, the MILF train. It was a conga line of the interns and the MILFs. And it was just like a selfie with like six people in it, like right behind each other. Fucking conga line, man. And she's just like, oh, yeah, I don't need to see anymore. No more. She just sounded very uncomfortable. I'm like, and he's like, no, look, this is us doing karaoke with the MILFs. And I'm like, stop fucking showing her this. Stop showing her these pictures because she doesn't want to see them. And then we're discussing later. I'm like, hey, do you realize how uncomfortable she was and you're showing her those pictures? She's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, why did you show them to her? What the hell was? What the hell were you thinking? Why do you think? That's why. Did, I, you, did you realize how? Did you realize how uncomfortable she was and how she just didn't want to be there? That's yeah, she wanted to be there, and I made that's sure why I of that. I said the train. I was like, I wasn't even gonna call it the milf train. <laughs> she definitely knew what the fuck that meant because why would she react to like? Oh God! Oh, you know, man. being in the depraved corners of the internet, I think that takes on a definitely different connotation. The milf train. Just which, remember which that. Which you know is a lot more lighthearted and fun than you are. <sighs> then yeah, what your experience was lighthearted and fun. Mine. Uh, well, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do myself the grand disservice, and once I get home or like with an internet connection, I am going to Google the milf train. Please. And believe me, in the description, you will definitely see. <laughs> Whether or not you probably should. Please don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. That's all I have to say. Like, anyone out there, don't Google that. You know what? You probably already Googled it, for those of you that already know You know what? Pause this video. Pause this audio. Google it. Yeah, you know And we're back. Fuck you. Did you enjoy it? Google it. We can't hear you. Here's what you can hear. I think that's all for now. Google. Computer's already telling... Computer is already crying at me that Find we are... another power uh, source. That it's running along battery. So you know what? It's lasted longer than I thought it would. Uh, this is definitely why I have to get a tablet with, like, what, four hours of battery life rather than this huh. piece of crap one. St. John's? St. <laughs> John's. Lowest bidder. Highest... Something. We'll figure out what the highest is. But until then, uh, thanks for listening in. Be sure to, I guess, like the appropriate pages, subscribe where you can if you haven't already, uh, and I, I, whatever. <laughs> thanks for being on, Gerard. Thanks, Dean. Thanks uh, for having me. It was a great time. Thanks for finding this magical secret garden that we've been you in. You know what? In the I heart of New York it. City. I love it. It's or I guess, I guess, I guess, uh, geologically speaking, this might be more, like more akin to the kidney. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. All right, uh, but this has been another episode of Gentleman Dog Portrait. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.